I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everyone, I'm Jason Ballara and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I am here to give you the 2022 year in review episode. Um, we did one last year, 2021 year in review, um, and uh, I, think, I think it's a good thing for people listening to sort of get a recap, but also um, I think it's good for me to put words to it, take some notes, kind of kind of really look at what happened this year and um, always always trying to learn and grow from that. So um, as I'm recording this, it's the 15th of January, 16th of January. Um, and you might say, well, why is he doing the year in review for 2022? in the middle of January of 2023. A couple of reasons. Uh, One being that some things happened this year that weren't great. And so um, it's actually been hard to (laughs) sit down and do this, hard to to make myself go ahead and do it. Um, The other part of that is uh, interesting timing. My birthday is January 5th. So the beginning of the year is, you know, New Year's, then my birthday comes right after that. And my son's birthday is exactly two weeks after that. So there's a lot going on. But because all of that's going on, it's a little bit hard to put together, you know, sort of the goals and, and get them ready right then on on the, the um, 1st of July. You might say that's an excuse and probably in a little bit uh, in, a, in a bit of a way it is. But what really, the other part of it to me is I really hate New Year's resolutions. And so to come out and say on January 1st, this is what I'm doing this year. I'm I'm ready. New year, new me. Um, I just don't think that stuff works. So I, in part, purposely don't uh, do anything sort of January 1st. Silly, superstitious thing, but I feel like if I get myself settled into the year, then I am much more likely for that to be um, accomplished. Um, and, a, and a final reason there is, is this year uh, coming up with goals has been a little bit maybe harder than normal. And I'll get, I'll get into why that is. Um, so uh, 2022 started off really quite well, um, closed the first two deals, the first two syndications as the primary sponsor in, in um, late December of 2021. So Yes, those were 2021 accomplishments, but really um, kind of kicked off the year well uh, and, you know, created momentum, um, allowed, you know, uh, allowed all those broker relationships, allowed all of that, um, I guess, experience to be documented and applicable to doing further deals in the sense that people take you more seriously once you've closed some deals. So, once that happened, 
the calls i it, it, it you people talk about the law of the first deal and, and it's so true you get um kind of that switch gets flipped where it's like calling broker after broker after broker after broker and then you close a deal or two and then they're calling you and so it's a really nice position to be in really it's it's kind of um great to be to be on that list so uh it was exciting uh appreciative that that the brokers and and people were putting their trust in me so it's a really great uh way to kick off the beginning of the year there were um many trips to atlanta uh as i've said before that that is the focus of my investing at least as a lead sponsor i really focus on that one market because i want to have it dialed in pretty much perfectly before I expand and open that up. Um, you might argue that that's limiting me from other opportunities in other markets, and you might be right by that, but that that's what I'm comfortable with because I'm not, as, as an operator, I, I want to be um, really dialed in before uh, I, I sort of spread myself out. So um, focused on Atlanta, the, the deal flow was, was fantastic in the first quarter. Um, I took a number of trips out to Atlanta to uh, be involved in the management and the construction projects of our deals that we had closed, uh, and also to look at other deals and, and get the chance to um, you know go with brokers and tour these other deals. Um, I actually went out there at one point and I toured, I think, 11 deals in maybe two days. So quite a whirlwind. Uh, was <laughs> somewhat hard to... Uh, sometimes keep them all straight in that trip. So uh, it was a learning curve there on, you know, what's, what's the right amount of time to spend on these trips in the area? What's the right way to spread my time around that kind of thing. So a lot going on, uh, very exciting. Uh, one thing I left out that that happened at the beginning of the year as well, which was was really um, been sort of vitally important to how this has how things have gone this year and and some of the successes. Um, I hired my first employee, the first Lark Capital employee. We hired a, an assistant. Um, to be honest with you, I, I, I you know her title is executive assistant, but it's. Um, an understatement as to what she does. Uh, ultimately, I see her as, you know, sort of progressing to more of a COO rule, role. So um, looking forward to kind of the growth within the company. Um, but so moving through the through the first quarter, um, that uh, whirlwind of touring so many deals, actually, uh, when it broke it all down, actually ended up going and um, made some offers, but but in fact, got one under contract. So uh, we got one under contract that was in the spring, worked through that deal. Um, things went uh, relatively smoothly through that um, due diligence phase and the acquisition phase and, and closing that deal. That clo deal closed um, on July 12th of 2022. So um, really, uh, really exciting, really exciting to see those um you know, kind of all those acquisition efforts, you know, resulting or, you know, coming up in showing results. Um, and then uh, while that was happening, probably about a month before that deal closed, I actually um, was still looking at deals every time I was in Atlanta shopping these deals, found another deal and got that under contract. So, um, the 
deal that we closed in July was uh, a 70 unit um, townhome deal. It's actually really a nice asset. Um, 70 units, all are either two or three bedroom townhomes, actually really quite desirable for um, families. People tend to stay. So, so a nice, um, a really nice, uh, stable, easy, easy to stable asset, stabilize asset. It was a, certainly a value add. Um, but then this next one to come under contract was, uh, a step up, um, step up from C-class to a B-class deal. It was built in 1985. Um, and the, uh, it's a hundred, it was 156 units. So, um, really kind of an exciting next step an exciting look at the growth that was occurring. And so that we got that under contract in May of 2022. Now, probably most people listening to this podcast know what started to happen in May of 2022. Um, it was at that point that the fed really started to, uh, implement this battle against inflation and the um, rates were going up uh, and they were going up quickly, but uh, I don't know if I'm alone in thinking this. I, I definitely listened to a lot of uh, smarter people than me that thought that the rates would never go up as high as they did and also not as quickly as they did. So basically what happened is you know, we kind of got this deal under contract and now the rates are kind of rising as we go along. And so every month the rate's going up a half a percent, three quarters of a percent. And so we're having discussions with uh, our lenders. We're having discussions with the seller that, hey, this, you know, here, here are some things. And we, we underwrote it pretty conservatively, knowing that we were going to have um, a floating rate uh, on our debt. And so we we underwrote it as to, you know, really what we thought was going to be the maximum. So um, along with all that, uh, while all this was happening and, and things were getting really, really busy, um, I had uh, a, um, I basically came to the realization that I couldn't do it all. I was working uh, in my W-2 job. I was working uh, in this real estate, you know, growing, growing large capital. And I was also working in my mobile surgery business. So it was time to let one of them go. And uh, in terms of um, freedom, time freedom, um, getting rid of the W-2 was what made most sense. So the last, my last day at my W-2 job was May 28th of 2022. So um, realistically, right up until July 2022 was kind of kicking ass. I was <laughs> pretty excited about what was going on. Um, things were were going well on the real estate side. Uh, you know, I was busy, but um, you know, everything seemed headed in the right direction. So uh, then we get into the summer of 2022. And now we start to have these interest rate hikes uh, impacting what our deal is looking like. And so we're rolling along. I had lined up um, actually some partners to raise capital for that deal. I had lined up um, some preferred equity for that deal. So we thought that we were in a really good position in terms of terms of the equity raise. And, you know, as we know, the interest rates kept going up and as it got closer and closer to close time, uh, I don't even remember what day this was, but maybe somewhere in in uh, 
August, uh, there I got two very unfortunate texts in the span of about 12 hours. One of those was um, the uh, partners that were going to raise a large chunk of the capital uh, backed out, decided that they weren't, um, it wasn't the right time for them in that deal. And then the next morning, uh, got a text from the lender who was arranging the preferred equity and the preferred equity group had dropped out. So in the span of 12 hours, basically lost 90% of the equity that was to be raised for this for this deal. And so that sent me into kind of a, a <laughs> spiral of panic in that I, I needed to figure out how to how to fix this. And so I spent a month, uh, really more than a month, probably a month and a half on the phone, email, um, text, wh whatever it was, just trying to reach out to people to see if anyone uh, was interested in getting in on the deal, see if anyone I knew was uh, potentially even willing to take the deal. Because, oh, by the way, there was uh, some um, a large amount of hard, earnest money that I had put down on this deal with the anticipation of this, this was going to be a great deal. So long story short, kind of went through and I um, contacted anyone I could think of and the some of those people gave me even more contacts and I tried every angle I could to get the deal um, back on track. And, and unfortunately at the end of the day, um, it was not going to work at where the rates had come and the seller was unwilling to uh, reduce the price. So uh, essentially came to an impasse and we were unable to proceed with that deal. So a couple things there, um, they, uh, as the earnest money was hard, they uh, went ahead and elected to to keep that earnest money, and um, and that's legally within their rights. Um, we can we could have a, a debate about whether or not morally uh, that's what you should do. Uh, certainly not how I would do business, but um, it is it is what it is. That's it's legally within their rights. Um, and then the other what part of this was not just not just losing the money, but but losing um, my uh, confidence, losing my, I guess, belief uh, in myself to be able to to do this. You know, what, what did I? You know, you get all those questions. What did I do wrong? I, you know, I had was was pretty dark for a while. You know, I let my family down. I let you know everybody down. Now. The money I lost in those deposits and fees was not investor money. So I think that's an important thing to point out here. Um, when we go through getting these deals under contract, uh, there's a lot of risk uh, in the beginning. And so, you know, sometimes you might think that uh, investors may not be happy with the the fees, the acquisition fees in particular that are, are paid to um, the sponsors, the general partnership, but but the reality is 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 that what that's the reason, right? So th those um, acquisition fees are in a lot of ways a risk fee, and so um, what what you put up in terms of capital in the beginning, what you put up in terms of time, what you put up in terms of risk while trying to get these deals under contract uh, is quite a bit. It's quite a bit of time. It's quite a bit of money and it's quite a bit of, of risk. And um, we got, you know, sort of caught in a, in a, 
a storm here um, created by the, the interest rate hikes. So we lost that deal. We lost the earnest money. Um, and like I said, I was in a, a, a pretty dark place at that point. So um, it took some working through that on my end, you know, sort of emotionally to um, and, and confidence wise to, to really know, you know, how to move forward. Um, but to be frank, that wasn't the worst thing that happened in 2022. Um, in November, I lost my grandmother, uh, my mother's mother, and and it she, uh, you know, family's family's complicated, and and um, there's you know, people have different family dynamics and things like that. But my grandmother was uh, someone in my life who was like a second mother to me, and who I always. I always associate with joy. Every my, all of my good childhood memories, all, all of, I mean, really all of them, uh, are you know almost always related to my grandmother or or you know being at her house and uh, family Christmases, family holidays, that sort of thing. So, um, that was uh, that was tough. That was a, a really tough time, and it was tough to kind of see her. Um, decline she had been you know not doing well for for some time but but yeah that it was hard it was hard it was it was really hard so um that was like i said in november um you know i i really spent most of november and december in sort of involved in um, asset management for the deals that we have uh under contract we obviously can't let the investors down but but in a lot of ways um outside of doing that, it, it was hard. It was a, a a bit of a recovery time for me. Now, because of what the market created, it's not, um, you know, there aren't a lot of multifamily deals that that really pencil well right now. And and I didn't, or, or then I didn't stop uh, looking at deals, but I, I definitely um, pulled back a little bit. So it was, uh, you know, that, that was the hardest time for me in you know relation to not necessarily the hardest time in my life but the hardest time certainly uh i faced in this you know kind of journey into real estate and not not uh you know it was hardest because there was both professional and um, personal loss uh that was a challenge so that's uh maybe a, a a good um, explanation as to why this uh, 2022 year in review podcast is just happening right now. Um, but I did, you know, sort of wrote some things down in, in uh, the the highlights and, and the low points of the year and, and just some of the perspective that I gained in this and that, um, you know, so in, in highlights, you know, closed the first two syndications as a lead sponsor in December, again, 2021, but but really uh, put me into 2022 in, in what I felt was a really good space. Um, closed that third deal in, in July of 2022, and it really, really felt like acquisitions were, were going great, and I was ready for, you know, sort of the real estate business just to explode. So, um, left the left the W two job at the end of May because things were going so well, um, and the mobile surgery business uh, was was extremely busy in in the spring as well. So there was just 
a lot of good going on. And of course, uh, my family, my family is always a highlight and always will be the highlight of, of everything. Um, and then, and then the low points of 2022, I mean, it's, it's sort of ironically could split this into 2022A and 2022B or 2022 and then 2022 and a half, whatever, however you want to look at it. But, uh, you know, you have the, the low points, you know, I left, I left my W2 job in May and I, I sort of highlight that at both ends, the, the highlight and the low point. Cause, uh, one, there are parts about that job that I, that I miss certainly the people and, and, and working there, but it just, um, I've come to the realization that, that a W2 job is, is about the least efficient use of time <laughs> that there is in the world in terms of, of career. Um, there are less efficient things to do with your life, but, but in terms of actual career working for someone else and uh you know sort of sort of punching that clock and, and doing what someone else wants you to do it, it really is very very inefficient use of time um another low point of course is, is you know largest and in, in, in theory uh what i thought would be the best real estate deal i had done so far fell apart um i lost uh, a half a million dollars in the deposits, the earnest money deposits and the fees. So it, it was a big hit. Um, and again, not investor money, but, uh, you know, not, it was my, my, the money that we had made, uh, with Lark capital, uh, through the other deal acquisition fees. So, so me and my partner's money, um, it was also some of our own per personal money that we had put in there to try and get the, the deal closed. So, it was it was a big hit um, and still a hole that we're we're digging out of right now. Um, at the same time, <laughs> in all of this, uh, the mobile surgery business revenue cut by about half. Uh, a couple of reasons: the the summer turn tends to be the the slower time, but we also had um, one of the clinics we had been going to regularly um, uh, dropped out of you know kind of the the roster. So it was a um, a time in my life that was is was ironically probably the first time in in a lot a lot of years that I actually was worried about money. Uh, got a family to support, um, and I have always I know that I'll do what I need to do and to take care of them. That's not that's not a problem. But but I hadn't had to worry like that uh, like I have um, for these last few months and until then. Um, and it's interesting because we, you know, we, I grew up without money. So I, I know what, <laughs> I did plenty of worrying about money when I was younger, but uh, really worked very hard to dig out of that. So um, yeah, it's an un, uncomfortable position to be in, but I would say, you know, you gotta, you gotta give yourself a minute to absorb it, process it all. Um and kind of get out of that that darkness and and then figure out how to move forward. So um I think, you know, I, I did I did try to look at this from the perspective of of perspective. What what did I learn? Uh what did I learn this year? And, and if if you want to say anything um about <laughs> uh 2022 is I, I learned a lot. Um, I learned a lot tactically uh, on on acquisitions, on asset management, uh, and I learned a lot on on running a business. Um, I learned a lot that uh, about you know 
systems are important, things like that. So I would say perspective uh, is probably my my word for 2022. Um, I'd say uh, some of the things I, I, I did learn, uh, you know, you have uh, perspective being key in, in, in the highs and the lows, right? So uh, when things are going really, really well, you know, what's your perspective? And for me, um, being grounded by my family is, is, is so important because when things, when things were bad, they were still there, right? My kids didn't care that I lost a half a million dollars. They still just wanted daddy to play. So, um, and <laughs> thank God my wife didn't care that I lost a half a million dollars. She stayed. So that's good news. Uh, it, it's a, uh, and, and, and my business partner, Reed, he, uh, I, I told him and, uh, what happened and he, he's, a he's very much a silent partner in Lark, um, but, a, but a sounding board. And so, um, I told him what happened and, and I, I didn't realize how, uh, hard that was going to be. I, I didn't realize how hard that conversation was going to be for me. And, uh, he once again proved to me what matters most and he was uh fine and supportive and you know he said you know what what i believe as well and in five years this will be a drop in the bucket so um it was again perspective my family still there my close friends they're still there nobody <laughs> nobody cut me out of my their their lives because i lost this deal um my support system is kind of crazy strong. I, I so much I didn't realize, and, and, it, and I'm I'm thankful for um, the support system that I that I have found within the real estate world, um, both in in you know from mentors, from people that have been on the podcast, and and, and from people that have just you know sort of met through the business, but. Um, what you what what I realize is is my sports system is incredibly strong, and there's nothing like a failure to show you who's there for you, who is who's truly uh, one of your supporters. And I mean, there's so many people I could thank people people I di didn't expect that you know I, when all this was going on with the deal, I put I did I did a bit of you know sort of mentioning it on on social media, but but truly it was really hard to talk about in. Uh, frankly embarrassing um you don't want to admit to your failures on on <laughs> a, a space that anyone can see but uh but i had people reach out to me that that i thought you know they were they were gracious enough to be a guest on my podcast and 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 they saw these saw what i was saying and and reached out how can i help what and, and i mean and it wasn't just it wasn't just words. People really did. People really did try. And and I I uh, will forever be appreciative that you know mentors that um, came through and, and tried to help with the deal in in so many different ways. It's just kind of it was it was very um, defining to see who who you were who is is there for you who is not and. Um, you know, I, I very much plan to, to take that away from this and that I going forward will do deals with people I want to do deals with. 
that's it, it, it just based on and it'll be based on the the idea of of you know working well together and, and because it, it doesn't it doesn't matter like the money is a tool but if if you're not enjoying it then you've just kind of created another another job that you that you are kind of in that rat race so it, it's just a, a lot of things like i said a lot of perspective a lot of you know how is this how is this going to look for me going forward um and frankly i, I just haven't i still haven't figured it out <laughs> still haven't figured out exactly um and that's another you know sort of brings me back to this uh why this um 2022 year in review is happening now it's because one of the you know new year set all your goals and things like that well um as i mentioned before i, I don't like to do that you know sort of january 1st thing i typically do a lot of thinking, writing, um, you know, sort of gathering my thoughts on my goals for the year um, in between the first and my birthday, uh, and then start to really put things in place. I also um, attended the, uh, Brendan Turner just did a um, uh, a goals retreat uh, webinar, which was, was pretty cool. Um, so I did that, I think on the 11th, you know, that, so there was a lot of reasons, but, but ultimately um, one of the big reasons to be honest, is, is the last couple of years I've had in my goals was to um, close on on 250 units in, in the year. And I did that the first year. I did that in, in 2021. Um, and I was in line to do that in 2022, plus some um, in, in, you know, heading into that summer. Uh, and so that that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen at all. Uh, we closed the 70 unit townhome and that that's the only deal I was able to close this year. Uh, it doesn't feel good to say that, but, but again, going back to perspective, it's at the end of the day, does, is that really what's most important a unit count? You know, there are a lot of areas of life to set goals in. And, and so I think, uh, you know, figuring out how that looks for me, I'm still doing it. I also kind of realized I don't, I don't love the idea of, of annual goals. You certainly can, can do annual goals, but, but really I think uh, if you don't do it quarterly, it's very easy to lose sight and perspective on those goals. Um, meaning, you know, if I want to close, if I, if I said I want to close 250 units and and have closed 250 units by April, do I just stop working that year? Or the opposite is, you know, if I haven't closed 250 units by, uh, you know, December, but is is that year a failure? It's just a hard, hard definition, I think, to come across. It's, it's, you know, do I feel successful in what I've done? So I'm still figuring out what the real estate goals are for this year. I have a lot of other goals. Um, specifically, you know, sort of, uh, family goals, um, you know, father, father, husband type goals. I have a lot of goals for my health this year, my, my fitness, that kind of thing. Um, but I have had some trouble defining what the real estate goal goals are other than I will say systemization 
that is one that I think is important to put in place, and especially while deal flow is is a little bit slower than uh, it has been. Systemization is a good thing. Um, you know, continuing to to grow the podcast, um, certainly have some um, content creation goals. Uh, that one's a good one for me to to that I put on paper because I'm I'm not uh, creating content in large part because I'm introverted and, and don't like listening to my own voice or seeing my own face uh, is is uh, hard to to kind of just do because I want to. So it, it I got to put it down on paper. Um, this is not, I am not sponsored by this, but I got a, um, a new uh, scheduling app uh, program called Motion. Um, so if anybody is looking for something that's, that's really, it's got, it's AI, um, generated and it, it will time block you if you, if you give it, you know, sort of tasks, there's some really good YouTube videos on it, but, um, I got that this year and I, and I love it. Uh, it's just kind of, it plugs in, you put in what you want to do and your tasks and your, and your projects and, and it breaks, you know, how much time you want to spend on those things and it'll break it up automatically and put it on your schedule. You can time block things as well, but it'll fill in those gaps with, with the things you need to get done, you know, say by the next month or the next quarter or whatever it is, um, and kind of break it up in whatever way you want. It's actually really, really nice product. Um, but again, I'm still working through that, through some of that as far, far as what, what real estate looks like this year. Right now, it looks like dialing in asset management and certainly talking to brokers, looking at deals. Um, if we find something, then we'll go after it. But it is uh, it is not something I wanted to put a number on. Um, not sure that two years of failure in a row is... <laughs> something I wanted to, I wanted to deal with and, uh, not so much that, um, everything's a failure again, perspective. I, I I'm pretty lucky. I've got, I've got a good life. Uh, very happy with, with, uh, the people in my life that, that, that I'm surrounded by on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm very happy, um, with the prospects for the future. I'm very happy with, um, you know, where, where life is going. So, uh, anyway, I would leave you with, please, uh, when you're having a hard time, try and gain some perspective. Uh, that, again, that's my word for 2022. When you're having a hard time, try and gain, gain some perspective. What, what is really so hard about it? Um, and, and could it be worse? That doesn't mean that you don't get to acknowledge those challenges. You don't get to, um, you know, take some time to recover from them, but um, take some time and, and and then and then move on and then uh, you know realize that's a part of your story. So yeah, I lost a half a million dollars this year, and it was not fun. And that was in, I guess, officially you know sort of start of Q four for twenty twenty two. Well, guess what? still not dug out of the hole here in January. So it's, um, it'll be all right. We'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a challenge. Um, perspective. All right. Well, thanks everyone. Uh, I do hope you have a great year. Uh, please feel free to reach out. Uh, if you're, if you're going through any challenges, um, please, I'm happy to talk about it. i happy to see where I can help. Um, 
if you're having a whole lot of wins, celebrate them, take a minute, you know, really, really um, recognize your accomplishments, uh, you know, because they're, there are wins amongst the losses. There are uh, victories amongst the failures. And I think um, recognizing those is sometimes hard for people that are are driven, uh, certainly very hard for me. So thanks for listening. Uh, hope you're enjoying the podcast. We've had so many, so many good good guests. Uh, just, just really enjoy those conversations. But um, yeah. Reach out if, if you want to talk. Reach out if there's anything I can help you with. Uh, reach out if you'd like to invest. We'll find you some deals. Um, and thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, and hopefully you like the podcast. And if you do, please go ahead and um, like, rate, and review. Because uh, we are really getting great guests. And I love to continue that trend. Okay. Have a great day, everyone. And have a great 2023. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.